We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good afternoon. I believe it is Thursday afternoon, even though my brain has not gotten its head around this weekend. All right, yeah, let's get Mitchell in because he's been on hold for a while. Mitchell and Bolton, hello there. Hello, Todd. Um, I know I feel kind of odd. I was waiting to talk about something you guys were talking about. That's all right. Go ahead. Um, Feel free, whatever you want. Thank you. Um, Altamont, when the Rolling Stones played and the other bands and there was murders and uh, the Hells Angels were hired as security Mm -hmm. guards. Uh, From what I understand and what I've read and uh, seen is that the Jefferson uh, Jefferson Airplane and Grateful Dead suggested the Hells Angels be the security for the event. The Rolling Stones really didn't know too much about it coming from England. I'm sure they were familiar with the, the Hells Angels, but... It was the dead and uh, Jefferson uh, airplane who wanted them. Interesting. And once the once the violence began, uh, Grateful Dead decided not to play. They they they, sh- they shut it down. They didn't mm-hmm. perform, and that created a lot of animosity with the crowd and the security. And my, the only reason I can think of is maybe the Grateful Dead heard one of their one of their songs on on headphones and realized that it's not going to help at all to play any music. So, but. That's all I had to say, but thanks for taking my call. Yeah, that's interesting. appreciate hearing that. I, I did see a movie. I guess it was called Altamont, wasn't it? I saw that movie years ago, and I know there was some explanation in there. Uh, we've got to take a guess, then we'll take more phone calls, 860 Before we do that, though, a little introduction for the guest. Listen to this. Connecticut, it's time. We've been failed by a generation of politicians. Well, that changes now. It does change now, and you are correct. You're right, Governor Lamont. Connecticut politicians have failed us. Chris Murphy has failed us. Dick Blumenthal, who has promised to help several times, has failed us. And even you, who has promised to help several times, has failed us. Your attorney general has dismissed all racist cases in the last four years. By not correcting this problem, you have co-signed racism. All right, that is Luis Ortiz. Oh, I just found out I've been saying it wrong. It's Ortez. You say it Ortez, don't you, Luis? Um, Ortiz, Ortez, you can call me. You're happy anyway, huh? 
You are a an employee at the State Department of Transportation, correct? Yes, sir. And you've been making claims of racism in the treatment of workers like yourself for a long time, and you've pursued. We had you on the air a few months ago, and you you provided a beautiful video of you going and and having a conversation with the governor and him saying, you know, just all right, uh, we'll talk and. Here's the name of my person and all that kind of stuff. And uh, why isn't this why isn't this resolved? Because he put Ben Arsenault in charge of ignoring me, so that he wouldn't have to ignore me. So you you were assigned a handler, and the handler made sure that nothing that you were bringing to him was processed or responded to in any way. Exactly. They and what's care. going on right now? You're saying there's new cases of of racial bias going on in the State Department of Transportation. No one in the government wants to do anything about it. There is a, a brand new case in the same garage this started with the same, with one of the same people that was harassed last time being harassed again. Mm -hmm. And the DOT is trying to sweep it under the table. There has been about six or seven more instances that have had that have happened since the last time me and you spoke but the DOT is trying to keep everything quiet and sweep it under the table. Uh, people are afraid to come forth still because they know they're going to have your job. They're going to have your job. You're saying that's what you hear people say. Are you quoting people, right? I, I'm directly quoting people. Many people, uh, many minorities, Hispanic and black, have come to me and complain this happened and that happened what should they do and i have to warn them i have to tell them the truth i'm not going to lie to them unless you're ready for war mm -hmm. see what you can tolerate and you're going to have to make your own decision because it is an incredible battle to fight against racism in the dot when they want racism to in stay. the land of loving compassionate democrats it's impossible to have get anyone to pay attention to you if you are complaining during an election year or any time? Any time. I haven't had not one Democrat at all, and I've reached out to all of them, lend a helping hand or a helping ear. Not one. So they can't say that the Republicans are evil because they're doing nothing but wasting my time so that I can just become fed up with it and give up. What do you think is going on? Do you think it's that the... Um that there there's fear because the election's coming up and and maybe they'll deal with it afterwards or is this a permanent situation they never will care about you, minorities who are powerless inside of the power structure if you are powerless it doesn't matter what race or or ethnicity or religion or what have you they will crush you they will crush you they will crush you and they will make it public so that all the other minorities know that they will be crushed as well. Wait, how do they do that without telegraphing to everybody what they're up to? Everybody knows what's happening. The media is not paying. Other than yourself, the media is paying no attention to this story. The government knows they're not paying any attention to this story. We've begged the Democrats and they've promised to help. And nothing is going on racism keeps on happening people are forced out of their jobs if they choose to uh, make formal complaints and in an election year or if you're not in an election year wouldn't 
it behoove you, if you are the champion of the people, to take up the people's cause and correct racism, whether it's election year or not? Wouldn't that be something you would want to be associated with? Well, you would think if it was... uh if it was Democrats who claim, who basically stake everything on an emotional connection with core constituencies like minorities, they, who they pretend to care about while they deliver nothing, it is a precarious path that they walk between delivering nothing and wanting to be able to get away with that by covering it up through emotional connections. So the, the concern, I would guess, if you're them, is that you're going to run into trouble because you don't know who you're dealing with. So if I hear you, if I'm the governor and I hear you and I say, come on down the office, let's talk. Well, then that, I've made it a media story. And then you can say whatever you want and I'm victimized. So there's fear driving it. And I think they're more guided by fear and the lust for power than concern over anybody. I don't think politicians care about humans. Well, I'm going to have to say you're right. At least the Connecticut Democrats have left the minorities to bleed in a gutter and die as long as we do it quietly. So what is your explanation otherwise? What have you been telling yourself about what's going on here? Did you go through some kind of process of coming to terms with the reality that you just spoke? I am. I refuse to come to the reality that no one out there cares about us i refuse i will be here to fight till my last breath and i cannot accept defeat at cowardice racist hands i can't what do you think happens inside the heads of regular people because i i deal with this all the time to me the administration of ned lamont and ned lamont himself these are a cruel hateful, heartless people, from everything I can tell, who use the people's power to pretend to want to do good in order to be able to spend money and use that money to convince people they should have more power and more money. But they don't actually ever deliver anything to anyone that's of any value because they've taken the money out of your pocket in order that they can give it back to you with the other hand, a piece of it, and they keep their vig. I don't see how anybody's dumb enough to fall for this, but it works Election after election. Yeah, it's working right now. Everybody's so happy with uh, Mr. Lamont, or even even in our in our Department of Transportation, the racists have even acknowledged that they have used certain language or acted with certain behaviors, and mm-hmm. there there's no there's no consequence for them. Do you think they just think you're? Do you think they think you're overly sensitive that you, you know, they use a word they're not supposed to use, but they're, they're, they're your friends at work. They're just no, you're not joking my friend. around. That's the way you talk to me. You're not my friend. And it's not overly sensitive. If it was a word once and the man apologized and never uses the word again, then you can make an apology. Now, if it's a word all the time for many people, including management, and they tell you to just basically shut up, and it happens again and again and again. It just recently happened again, like I said, in the same Milford garage concerning the same black American mm-hmm. that works there that complained about racists for the first time. And it's still happening. And in many garages, 
it's still happening. But those people will get six months off paid. They'll go home. Everything will get nice and quiet, and they'll come back. Wait, wait. The offender gets six months off paid? Well, yeah, they have to do an investigation, and if he is guilty, they can't have him at work. But what they can do is change garages and give him a promotion. Ah, uh, this is ugly stuff. Government is so ugly. Aren't you, are you shocked, Luis? I'm appalled. I'm sick to my stomach. It's, a, it's amazing how ugly government is and how, because they sell themselves all the time, as being these uh, caring, compassionate people, that, that individuals on the other end buy that. Like, humans are so naive, it's kind of shocking. They're so conditioned to listen to words instead of looking at actions that they can be fed any string of lies. But, you know, one of the interesting things is that I think most people are good, and because of that, they assume that politicians, i.e. those in pursuit of power, are also good. But I think there are different types of people, and people who are out there fighting for power have a certain ruthlessness that's not recognized by average folk who are happy to just live their life and raise their kids and, and uh, push for the best for the next generation. You know, the way most of us spend our lives. We're not out there looking to see who we can rape or pillage in order for us to advance ourselves to some dominance in the society. And and we're, we're naive about the people who do that, the Ned Lamonts of the world and these other vultures who out th are out there pretending to be good. But that's all fraudulence. That's all a cover story that they've learned since birth to cover up their ruthlessness. It is. It is. And we we are left to suffer for it. And I'm still suffering. Many of the minorities are still suffering. And no one at all, including human resources, management team, equal opportunity, including affirmative action, including Ned Lamont's administration or any other administration, no one seems to give a damn. They don't care. Luis... Ortez is our guest. He is a an employee at the State Department of Transportation. Hang on, Luis. I want to talk to Chris in West Hartford because he says he has some advice for you. Chris, what's up? What do you want yeah, to say to uh, Luis? Hi, Todd. Yeah, yeah, Louis. Uh, I remember. I think you called about a couple months back or whatever. Yes. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I work in a school system, and we had to actually take a course, and this is all all concerning government. Uh, violations by uh, senior staff or, or supervisors, anybody who's uh, working above you, uh, they if if they harm you or they slander or they you know hurt your uh, viability in the workforce, you know you you can take uh, take them to court. You can get get yourself a really good. But Chris, uh, if you're an average person who doesn't have. Two hundred and fifty bucks an hour to shell out for an attorney. No, no, no. The, 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 this the lawyers will. You get yourself a labor lawyer uh, from a good law firm. Don't get somebody on the street corner. Get a labor lawyer from a good law firm, experienced, and he he will be a, he will take a contingency because this is the, this is a layup. I mean, this is the easy easy one because especially he said he had uh, witnesses. Okay, if you have witnesses to. Uh, being uh, discriminated against, they uh, you can cook them over a fire. I mean, you, these guys are toast, and you and you and your lawyer are going to make a ton of money out of this. 
Okay. All right, Chris, let me go back to Luis. Anything else you want uh, uh, to get on the table? Last thing, one last thing. Mm-hmm. If they try to retaliate, your lawyer can get even more money. Well, for yes, that would that would be wonderful if they try to do that. But I think I think Luis has been around this uh, baseball diamond a few times. I I do. I th- I think he's uh, he's <laughs> he's struggled with this already. What do you want to say back to Chris, Luis? What's your? Uh, I just want to thank him for his words of encouragement. But I've spoken to maybe fifteen lawyers, and they all want uh, six to ten thousand dollars up front, or they can't even have a meeting. It so you haven't heard about a contingency, right? There's no. I have. Ne- I've heard it, and I've used that word, and they don't want to hear it. Lawyers want money up front. And mm-hmm. if you can't afford to pay money up front, then you can call them back when you've got the money. Meanwhile, I've spent over nine thousand dollars. You have, and, yeah, out of my own pocket, and we have videos, we have witnesses, we have everything. For more than fifty percent of the lawyers, I've already heard that the mm-hmm. word has been spoken from on high. No the one's allowed to take the case. Everyone's been warned. Allow any racial discrimination cases to hold <laughs> court in Connecticut, and that we might as well be wasting our time. So, so this is what I think some people don't understand: is that the system protects itself. It yep. doesn't matter. The governor doesn't have to talk to anyone necessarily. Everybody understands that you have to fall into line and protect the powerful. It's amazing. It is amazing. And if you have money, you can find your way around this stuff. If you have money, you can make a splash. You'll still lose, probably. But you can make some noise. And you can go into court with a flashy legal team. And you can create some bad press for an insidious vulture like Ned Lamont, who just smiles his way through the spending of millions of dollars he didn't work to earn, but he inherited. And he's just got unlimited quantities of it and he can buy himself whatever he wants in the world including being the governor of a state doing a horrible job and conning average naive people into thinking he's somehow good i just don't understand how i have all the evidence required and no one wants to hear it well if i give them ten thousand dollars if there's a lawyer it's yep. out there that's looking to do the right thing. I would love a phone call. Well, also somebody who thinks he could win some money who wants to do it on contingency. That would be great. That How can great. they, uh, can you give out your an email address or something so they can reach out to you? Or should yeah. I give out mine? I can, um, I would actually, I would prefer, I've, I've had, I haven't had any lately, but I have had threats come in to me. So if they get in contact with you, you could please get in contact okay. with me. Yeah, sure. Send me an email if you've got a lawyer or if you are a lawyer for Luis. It's Luis Ortez. It's, uh, my email is Todd, T-O-D-D, at ToddTalk.com. Todd at ToddTalk.com. You send me an email, I'll send it right off to him. And Luis, we'll see if we can find you an attorney. Thank I you would love to be able to get this moving right now. I would love it. Thank you, sir. Keep up the good work. And if you're going to do any more public events, let us know, okay? I'll try. What do you mean you'll try? I'm, I'm looking forward to going to a few today. Good. All right. Keep me posted on any great stuff you do. One of the nice things Luis does is he posts YouTubes, and he's very articulate and, and good at constructing the arguments so you can understand what's going on. It's wonderful. So I like the, like the YouTube I played at the beginning of the, uh, of the segment. Okay, we can get a call in here. Len in Bridgeport. Hello, Len. 
Oh, hey, Todd. Um, mes- message to uh, Louis, and it was a good conversation, is stop voting for Democrats. They have... Uh, yeah, I think he understands system. that. Yeah, and they uh, they don't help the people that they promise, and actions speak louder than word. All I have to do is look around, and you'll know that in our cities. Um, what I wanted to talk about is the media. Um, what I've heard from the left is the response to this um, uh, undercover Project Veritas thing was the way that the information was sourced and how it was obtained. Even uh, Attorney General Tong had a problem with, um, you know, this gotcha type of media. Well, my question to you is, isn't that how 60 Minutes evolved? I mean, no one would call uh, Mike Wallace a right-wing journalist. I mean, he's a very left guy. But that's how they sourced their stories, and they did very well for a long time. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah, that's all part of the nonsense. It's like, listen to this thing. That, I think it's right here. Look, I, I hate these gotcha guys and clipping uh, uh, clipping the videos. And- clipping the videos. Who clips videos more yeah. than politicians running for office trying to make their opponents look bad? Oh, Ned hates that clipping of videos. These awful people. Clipping the videos. Oh, no. <laughs> he pays people fortunes to clip the videos. Right. Uh, Politicians refer to them as sound bites. The other thing that I wanted to ask um, that media stopped doing is referring to things as hate crimes. When when innocent people are killed or raped or beaten by another individual, all of it is a hate crime. I don't care what color. Yes, you are. but you can't. You need to put them into a specific group if you want to buy the votes of that group, and that's why they created hate crimes. So it, it's not, there's nothing sincere that they do. It's all about how to win elections. Thank you for the call, and we will talk more after we get a news update right now on WTIC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day and the sports, music, and podcasts you love are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it now. We do have a real problem as human beings. Humans have a real problem understanding 
human corruption. It's remarkable how much we judge each other by the facade. If you have developed a thick veneer of bull dung like Ned Lamont has, and you're just always acting like a sweet, nice guy, and you're hiding the truth behind a weave of, uh, he doesn't even use complete thoughts. He just throws out phrases that he knows are it's, it's somehow conciliatory phrases. This is him talking about the, um, the situation on the Project Veritas video. And he's, uh, he's being asked, what, what's he going to do about it? And, and listen to the answers he gives. Make sure we work with all of our superintendents across the state. Make sure they know, as strong as I feel, this is absolutely unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. As strong as I feel, this is absolutely unacceptable. Okay, so he's going to do nothing, part one. Well, that adds up to nothing. That was a lot of, that was a lot of puffery. There was no action. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk to the superintendents. They're going to make sure they know how I feel. I, I hate these gotcha guys. And then he goes off on the, uh, the technique of the reporters. And some people are sympathetic to this. Some people fall for the first thing. Make sure we work with all of our superintendents across the state. Make all right, across the state, he's going to work with everybody. Then he tells you his contempt for these gotcha journalists. I don't like these journalists who actually get stories. I want journalists who cover up the stories. Look, I, I hate these gotcha guys and clipping, uh, uh, clipping the videos and trying to make political, uh, you know, fodder out of it. But wait a sec. Here comes another pivot. That said, I thought the words spoke for themselves. We're going to investigate the words and what's behind them. Oh, so he's, he hates the journalists for getting the words. But the words are there on tape, so he's going to listen to them, and he's going to get to the bottom of it. So tell me. I'll play you all three of these in a row. Tell me which side of this story Ned Lamont is not on. Which one is he not manipulating to his own advantage to make you feel like he's on every side of it? He's going to crack down, right? First, he's going to crack down. Second, he's got contempt for those reporters who brought this story out, without whom this would have been a secret. Then he would have been happy if they'd kept it a secret. And part three, you just heard. Here they go in a row. Make sure we work with all of our superintendents across the state. Make sure they know, as strong as I feel, this is absolutely unacceptable. Look, I, I hate these gotcha guys and clipping. Uh, oh, I can't uh, stand it. Clipping the videos and trying to make political... Clipping videos like a politician does in their TV commercials when they're running for re-election. Uh, clipping the videos and trying to make political, uh, you know, fodder out of it. Oh, no, Ned can't abide those those video-clipping politicians in their commercials. That said, I thought the words spoke for themselves. We're going to investigate the words and what's behind them. But they're true. The clipped videos are true, and he's going to act. They speak for themselves. He is so confusing. This guy is not binary. He's uh, on a continuum. He's on. There aren't even sides to issues. There's nuances, and he'll slip and slither inside of anyone. There's no binaries for him. He'll change his pronouns every day, this Ned Lamont. His opinion is fluid. It is totally fluid. Thank you. That's the word I needed. That's Fluid Ned. That should be one of his ads. That should be his next song. He should come out with a single.
Let's talk to Paul in Waterbury. Hi, Paul. Oh, thanks for taking my call, uh, Todd. Uh, you know, following up uh, Luis there, it, very interesting commentary about racism in the state of Connecticut mm-hmm. and the way things are not addressed. And I, as you know, work for the South Bay Trading School. <clears throat> I work for the state of Connecticut. And you know my feelings about how COVID was handled in the most dysfunctional way by Father Ned. Uh, I think the buck stops with Ned as governor in terms of what happened uh, to us at the South Bay Training School. And yet he lodged himself about how he, and I'm repeating this, Todd, because I've, I've talked about this in the past. Yeah, that's okay. And I've lauded, you know, but my best friend died of COVID-19 because of Ned Lamont's dysfunction in managing infection control at the South Bay Training School. Okay? And I, I am not mincing words here. And Artie Johnson was an African-American gentleman, and African-Americans are more susceptible to death, according to the statistics. He had an underlying condition, okay? And he told us if he got COVID, he would probably die. And what happened at the training school was almost criminal. They, the infection control, this is the second wave when he died. The state of Connecticut had a whole year to get it right after the first wave when we had three workers die of COVID. They had a whole damn year to get it right. What did they do wrong in year two? Well, I'm going to tell you, Todd, the biggest thing, they didn't test. They, they gave up the testing. I don't know, maybe it was too much money. Now, I have friends, nurses, in, in private nursing homes. The testing went on. They did not have a blow-up like the training school had in the second wave. No staff died. Very few patients died of COVID-19. Yet the Southbury Training School had Artie Johnson died. Over half the staff got COVID-19. I think it was 60% of the clients got COVID-19 because of the craft infection control. They should have tested during that entire intervening year. Now, also, the Southbury Training School is sequestered cottages. They're buildings, different buildings. It looks like a college campus. Well, it sounds like just the right kind of architecture for dealing with a pandemic. Well, the thing is, they what they should have done is sequestered staff in place. In other words, not float staff from building to building. Correct, but yes. They, but they did do that. They, had they, three, they allowed they people had, to flow freely. So you had the separate that, buildings that automatically provided the security against the spread of virus, exactly, and they violate. They, they had stupid protocols, which they did the whole time, right? Exactly. They had three cottages that were sequ- for sequestration of COVID clients, okay, to, you know, try to get a handle on things. However, what was happening was they were pulling staff mm-hmm. from cottages that did not have COVID. If you had a COVID client in your building, they immediately went, to the sequestration cottage, okay, to the COVID cottage. However, they were floating staff from the regular cottages without COVID to the COVID cottages and back to the regular. I, I mean, what a what a recipe! Same thing. COVID. Same thing they do in the prisons. Un, just just unbelievable, Todd. And then on top of that, they are mandatory people left and right, mandatory overtime from second to third shift, forcing people to work through third shift or third to first shift. Now, what happens there, and this is happening two, three days in a row, that's just once a week. Oh, no, you're hit with mandatory overtime two or three days in a row. 
Now, what that does is that hits the immune system. That greatly weakens your immune system, so you're more likely to get COVID-19. Now, they were mm-hmm. doing the same thing. They've been doing the same thing. And I reported the training school a few months ago to the public health department and with the mandatory overtime. And COVID is still out there. It is still a factor. Okay? And they continue to float people between the cottages making the same mistakes. Granted, it's not as bad as it was. But still, I don't think you want to get this virus. Do you view I these really not as being mistakes, but really a, a desire to make sure that the flaw, that the mismanagement is not revealed? So, so if they haven't hired enough staff or they don't, they don't manage the staff properly, whatever the situation is, they don't deal with it. They just say work mandatory overtime. And they, exactly. they don't worry about the fact that the people working, the frontline workers who they now pretend to care so much about, right. they don't care if they get sick. Well, my thing was, Todd, um, was I was seeing people getting mandatory two, three days in a row. One of the girls I worked with was in tears. She was crumbling. Now, not, not only does this exhaust you, but it makes you more likely to get sick from COVID-19. The, un- sure. the madness of it, the pure madness of doing this. I called the public. I was so happy they answered the phone. I couldn't believe it, actually. That's somebody live on the phone. That amazed me, too, because I did the same thing months before to talk to somebody, and they couldn't even answer the phone or return a phone call. But I made a statement. I made a statement to the public health department Mm -hmm. about what was happening, okay, and I said, put my name on it. Paul McGinnis. I'm giving my name right now. I don't care. My name is right out there, okay. Actually, my retirement is guaranteed. I'm 65. They were receptive to the... I don't have a lot. I I mean, you know... Were they receptive to the input, Paul? They, They took my statement now. I wanted to talk to the director about the issues I had. And she uh, said, I cannot talk to you because we're under investigation. So the public health department is doing this investigation. However, the mandatory overtime is still continuing. And the floating of staff between cottages still continues. Right. Now, so they, uh, they find a way to dodge and, and weave and, and protect themselves. i got to hold you right there, though, Paul. But thank you for uh, spending a few minutes on that. Interesting stuff. 860-522-9842. We've got to take a break. We will take more phone calls coming up on WTIC. Back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The scummy, slimy stench of government coming to take your money. Or maybe they've already taken it, but the smell still hovers in the air of their lies and destruction and how they keep coming back for bigger pots of your gold. Every time. It's a despicable thing. And it's one of the things that we're blessed with is that we have a history of founders who told us in the founding of the country, they told us 240 years ago, they put it down in writing. They have no right to take from us so that they can self aggrandize. They have no right to violate our God given rights. They have no right to plunder simply because they want the money to buy themselves an election. And we have all those things today in violation of the premise 
of the American system of government. So when the plunderers are there posing behind the Constitution or the flag or whatever symbol, the big, glorious, ugly monstrosity of a state capitol in Hartford that they build with marble and fake gold so they can make it look like they're important, don't fall for any of it. Let's talk to Pete in East Hartford right now. Pete, hello there. Hey, what's going on, Todd? You tell me. Uh, hey, can we switch over to another um, group? Um, how about, uh, let's talk about the animal kingdom for a while. And I'm not talking about the far left, Democrats. Okay. I'm talking about the nice, harmless, gentle dogs and cats we have here in Connecticut. A couple, couple mornings ago, the Hartford Current, our glorious, um, wonderful, raggy, news publication that we have here available to us on the front page they had this big story everybody had to pull out their box of kleenex about how they're overwhelmed with the um because of the economy people are turning in dogs yes yes okay well Mm -hmm. what they're not telling is the process to adopt now is crazy okay i've been trying for the longest time and i'm not going to jump through their hoops because they want they want all this info and they want all this wait are you saying there's all kinds of state regulation now if you want to adopt a dog no this is what they're doing this is like the this is like um no intent humane society there you know where you remember back i don't know if you're an animal person but back in the good old days you could just walk into that wonderful beautiful building that they have you could walk through look at the great the dogs and the cats, and you could, you know, basically adopt Just look at one, find one you like, and point it out, and you got it. It was beautiful, and the thing is, if you walked in there, and even if you didn't think you were going to adopt, you're going to, man, because they were... (laughs) You succumbed to the temptation. Right, but now what they do is you have to make an appointment, Mm -hmm. and and then you do this application. You would think you were adopting um, like a human being. Not that animals aren't important, because they are important, and it's good that they have a safe environment, but they're making it so hard. And again, the story that they published on the front page, they gave it the whole front page of the Harper Current, and mm-hmm. they're making, you know, you believe, like, like they're overwhelmed with all these animals because of the economy, people turning them in. And what they're not mentioning is the process is crazy. Like what? Um, Again, like I said, you have to go in. For, you have to you have to set up a special time in. An okay, interview. so you make your appointment, then you walk in, you see one you like. I'll take that one. You're gone in five minutes, right? You have to do an application, and you have to you have to give them all kinds of information, like your your um, if you have animals in the house, and you have to give them information to for the what? That, so you're what? there to save the animal's life to give it a home. What happened to? I want to go back to the good old days. You walk in and you can pick one out, and they approve. You know, you you, you fill out the paperwork and you take the poor um, kitty or doggy home. Believe me, Todd. It, um, if you saw the application, you and, and again, it's it's a big process. And the whole very, society is becoming this bureaucratic nightmare. Right. It's it's and it's also very invasive. You mean like um, they want to know your political views? Uh, <laughs> they want the dog to be raised in a good leftist anti-American home? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I think they have to come out and visit your home, too, first. Stop. They don't do that. You're kidding now, right? Um, um, I know some <laughs> private organizations, they do. They want Really? They, um, yeah. Um, I had just, I had just um, 
replied to an ad in the Hartford Current, a classified, mm-hmm. and this person that had this dog, um, she, she was going to, she first had to come out to your house. Wow, that's terrible. All right, Pete, I got to hold you right there. Thank you so much. We'll take more phone calls after news, then we'll get some rants going. 860-522-9842. And right now, we'll see what's going on on the roads, the highways, those fast-moving places, 70, 80 miles an hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 